0: you're listening to The New Normal, a podcast by Grace Auburn Church. My name is Lee, the executive pastor here at Grace Auburn, and each week over the last eight weeks, we have had conversations with members of our church talking through what normal even is anymore. Uh, We've talked about things like taking care of our souls and marriages. We've talked through things like toilet paper reductions and working out your salvation in the process of navigating fear and all the questions that come with a pandemic and with stay at home orders and everything that we've been looking at. And here in Alabama, uh, we're now in our first full week of a safer at home order where some restrictions have been lifted and some things haven't changed at all. And uh, one of the things that probably hasn't changed uh, is the fact that so many of our moms are in the trenches, uh, homeschooling, some of them continuing to work, um, all of them continuing to be mothers and wives. And uh, this week I sat down with April Dean and Leanne Shropshire and just talked about motherhood in the days of COVID-19 in light of these stay at home orders and homeschooling and everything that goes with it. Uh, April obviously is uh, Matt, our lead pastor's wife, and she and Leanne are longtime friends. Uh, Jason and Leanne Shropshire are our members here of Grace Auburn. They serve on our hospitality team. Um, and their dynamic working together in this conversation was a ton of fun, just talking about the joys and struggles of motherhood during these days. We talked about some high points, some low points, uh, and then just the beauty of the gospel intersecting the identity of wives and mothers so even if you're not a wife or a mother um, this conversation i believe would be incredibly encouraging to you no matter where you are uh, on your journey and no matter what your station in life so i hope you enjoy this is the new normal with april and leanne So this is The New Normal, Episode 8. Uh, we are today uh, going to talk about the idea of motherhood uh, in light of COVID-19 and quarantine days. Uh, today I'm incredibly excited to have April Dean, wife of our lead pastor Matt and Leanne Shropshire. Uh, they are longtime uh, friends, uh, neighbors, Leanne and Jason are now members of Grace Auburn. Uh, And we're going to talk about just the struggles, the realities, the the day in, day out of being a mom when you've been at home for eight straight weeks with people whom you love, Uh, but the hurdles and the the joys and everything that comes with that also. We're in, in Alabama, we are in week eight now of um, not full-on stay-at-home orders, but we're in week eight of things on the shutdown scale. Last week, Governor Kay Ivey said that we're moving from stay-at-home to safer-at-home. So some things opened up, but then for many other areas of life, nothing changed. And we just kind of continued on the course, hoping for what would come in several weeks on May 15th. Uh, So while many other states are completely reopening, uh, we find ourselves in this place where the church continues to meet in homes, in our own homes, as we worship from home but restaurants and hair salons and all the other things that are a normal part of our life are still under no-fly orders. So today, April Leanne, thank you guys for being here.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having us.
0: So I'm really excited to have a conversation Mm -hmm. with you guys that might just kick open a door for uh, some moms in our church, some moms of friends uh, who are in our church, um, or moms in our church who have friends who might need to hear a word uh, of encouragement. But I just want to start our conversation by asking you guys, It's been eight weeks. What's life been like for you guys at home in light of COVID-19? Just go.
1: You know what, Lee? It has just been wonderful in our home. We have baked. We have crafted. My house has never been so clean. My seven kids love homeschool every minute of the day, and I just don't even know why we need this podcast. (laughs) No, really. Um, That has not been our scenario, Mm. even though it has been, I'm sure, some, the ones that I see on Pinterest, Sure. but it's not been ours.
0: Well, your whole house is not always Pinterest all the time. It is not
1: always Pinterest ever, (laughs) but I would describe it more as a pressure cooker Mm. for me. And I think also just the word refinement comes to mind. Um, I feel like every minute of the day, I'm just being refined. um, Refined and just having to ask myself the question today, am I going to walk in fear? Am I Mm going to walk in wisdom? Mm. Am I going to walk in freedom? Um, What am I going to do with my exhaustion today? Um, Am I going to move through it? Am I going to dig deep and see that Jesus is there with me? What am I going to do with the chaos that is constantly surrounding me, that is always there? So I just feel like it's been so refining For me, that would be my word, pressure cooker and refinement on what am I going to do in these situations in this pandemic.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. Leanne, what about you? What's it been like?
2: Um, A roller coaster Mm -hmm. of emotion. Yep. So like when it first started, I felt like it was the honeymoon phase and you're relieved that life has slowed down. Praise the Lord. I don't have to take all boys to different things at three, four and five o'clock in the afternoon. So you have this relief that everything's slowed down, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden we would just be sitting there and, J- you know, Jason or somebody would be saying something and I'll, I would just get annoyed. And I'm like, why <laughs> yeah. am I annoyed? Why Why is everything he's saying just really wanting me to make my eye twitch, you know? like. <laughs> so you go for And then you have like these sweet moments with your kids of connecting yes. and, you know, even you know, helping them learn a concept that they're learning in school. Mm. And then the next thing, you're wanting to beat your head up against the wall because <laughs> they've forgotten what 2 plus 2 is. So, you know, it's, again, it was, it's yeah. just this roller coaster, roller coaster of emotion, Roller coaster. Yeah. So what's yeah. been
0: a highlight? If you think about just this, it's been eight weeks, just think of uh, what comes to mind as far as a highlight for you, Leanne.
2: Um, one day I came home. And all three of my boys who were like pretty much teenagers and they're tall, they're like big. They had crammed all of their feet into this tiny toy bin and filled it up with water. And they were sunning outside and they were like, this is our pool. It was great. It was great. I walked out and I'm like, oh, they're bonding. They love each other. But they just crammed their big bodies in this tiny pool and they're just sitting there like this. It was great. It was. It was. It was such a joy. It's been such a joy to see them laugh together mm-hmm. again, to connect, and nothing. I, I think as parents, nothing gives us greater joy than to see our children get along. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that's been one of mm-hmm. the, you know, great things.
1: I think one of the highlights for me has been just having Josh and Caleb back in the house every day, every hour. Um, because we homeschooled previous to them going to a private school, and so I kind of grieved them going back, even though I knew it was the right thing. Um, so I, it's just been a gift to have them back in our house, and to be able to process all of this together, I mm. think has been really special.
0: Mm. Okay, so if you've had a pressure cooker of, of incredible joys at times, and, and you've had just this real sweet kind of kind of coalescence of everybody back in the house at one time which is a lot of people in the house at one time mm-hmm. uh, and for you much the same pressure cooker or roller coaster have highs and lows have good and bad have fun mm-hmm. and not so good and it's I, I think the 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 two analogies are really good but the truth is it's not it's not all sunshine and cabbage patch kids right it is um the the highs are what we see on instagram
1: Mm-hmm. You know our
0: friend Thomas West in London. His tagline of his Instagram account is "This is the highlight reel." Yes. So what you see in social media is people's highlight reel. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'd love to hear just uh, this, the, and you guys talk on this for as long as you want. Just the the struggle of um, just the idea of homeschooling. And I'll get now the ca- caveat here and some disclaimers and background for everyone listening is that. Uh, both the deans and the Shropshires have homeschooled in the past um, for the deans that was not by choice when living in China and then back here by choice, depending on the season, for mm-hmm. the kids. Mm-hmm. And yep. Leanne, you guys have homeschooled in the past and decided not to. So
1: now we're all back in <laughs> this together where everybody's
0: where everybody's homeschooling. So April, why don't you start just okay. talk about the, the not-so-glamorous side of this. Well,
1: this will kind of give you a picture For both of us in our last week, Um, upon talking with Jason and Leanne, Matt and I um, sat around a bonfire with them. But upon talking to them, we discovered that Leanne's oldest son had called Jason to ask him what was wrong with mom. (laughs) And after we heard that, I said, Well, my oldest son also called Matt this week to ask if I was okay. And so we just started laughing at that, because that has never <laughs> happened before, that our two oldest sons have called their fathers to see if we were okay, and the truth is, we weren't okay. We were having really, really hard days, and had lost it. <laughs> and Leanne, you, d- you ended up going on a walk, like for... I did. For, um, what, how I, many miles? Walk? I, so... <laughs> this will give the degree <laughs> of the hard day this was. I walked six miles. She walked six miles. Um, I did not walk <laughs> six miles. I just <laughs> crawled in the fetal position, I think, and cried.
2: Don't come in my room. <laughs> well, I had, so I'm still working through all of this. I'm still working. I'm, I go to work. I don't work at home. And I know some of the ladies are working at home, which I think is way harder. Because yeah. mm-hmm. there's no, like, line of distinction yeah. between one and the other. So you're just constantly surrounded by stuff to yeah. do. And, um but I had not given myself kind of a gracious transition period between work and school, and I have found when I don't do that and I just walk in, I'm like, we're getting it done, we're getting things sent, cam scanned and everything. (laughs) And and when my sons aren't on board with that, I have a really hard time, and I just lost it the other day, and I was like, I'm going for a walk. I'll see you in an hour and a half. Don't call me. (laughs) Don't call me. I'll be back. And then my son texts my husband, "Is mom okay?" Yeah. <laughs> and then my husband calls me.
0: What, what did I do?
2: <laughs> That's what, right. I get, "Are you okay?" <laughs> Does my silence say it all?
0: <laughs> not responding. I will talk to you mm-hmm. later about right.
1: this. Right. Yeah. And the the same with. Uh, thankfully, I did not find out that he had called till after we had already worked it out, um, and I told him that it, how hard the day had been for me, um, and just just to be able to tell him in the moment my son you know that if we are if we always humble ourselves and come together and try to work this out that we can always work it out, mm. and that I'm committed to that, and, and we just commit to that with each other, mm-hmm. and so those are special opportunities you do get when you homeschool, and um, I think for me, you know, whenever I think of somebody else homeschooling, I think, oh, their house is perfect, and they're, they're organized, and they're doing all these creative things, and they're doing crafts, and They're teaching how to cook and, you know, just this long list of expectations that I think somebody else might be doing if they're homeschooling. And that's just not my reality. It's never been my reality. My reality has always been just really surviving it. And I've survived it for the past 12 years because in that surviving the educational process of it, we've been able to gain our children's hearts. Mm. And we've been able to have those conversations with Mm -hmm. them that somebody else would be having with them and so that's why I have chosen to survive it for so long because it is literally a survival of the fittest throughout the day because we're doing workbooks and the little girls are running around and you know and I constantly don't feel like I have time with either the olders or the youngers or the middles and so it's just really that that Um, the whole thing of Lord I'm just trusting you moment by moment to give who needs what when they need it because I can't give everybody everything all at one time Mm. and um, but the benefits of what we have gained if I can keep perspective have been huge for us yeah yeah
0: Lacey told me the other day we were talking about all of this not this podcast we were talking about just the the season of having them at home all the time and We've had Finley in kindergarten, now first grade, and so a year and a half has gone by of her not being in the house the way that she has been over these last eight weeks. And it's been an incredible season of watching her and Lacey connect and then Mm -hmm. Finley connect with the younger ones, and then Finley's salvation on Easter Sunday, and just like some really sweet moments. Mm -hmm. And and Lacey made the comment to me the other day, she goes, I I won't miss this.
1: Yes, (laughs) yes.
0: But the fact that, of uh, right. the, the heart conversations, the soul conversations, where, you know, the where, where things really matter. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the, the education, fractions, all of those things, oh, right. right? Not <laughs> not necessarily paramount for the rest of your life, but the hard conversations, really, really sweet. Leanne, you said something about the whole idea of transitions, of moving from this to that, and like running full speed into things or not, and you came home from uh, a, a tough morning of work. Mm-hmm. Didn't give your soul time to transition in. Yeah. Can we talk about that idea for just a minute of moving from this to this to this to this to this? Mm -hmm. this, And maybe talk about that in light of normal pace versus this pace that we're in now. Just, I don't know, elaborate on that a little bit more.
2: Well, I mean, for all of us, our pace has slowed down drastically. Mm -hmm. I think there's a generation that has never experienced a pace like this before. Mm. And so um, I was told that life used to be lived at three miles an hour, okay? It took three miles an hour to walk somewhere. Mm. And now we can get anywhere we want. You know, if it takes longer than ten minutes, we're like, that is too far. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Especially in Auburn. And so I I had been noticing that I would have, like this past year, I would have these freak-out moments. Or not these freak-out moments, but just these come-apart moments and like, I'm just everything's oh I'm just so exhausted you know I'm so tired and, it, and just worn out and I I'm like Lord why why do I continue to have these things like show me what's going on and in um, recent days I've been reading this book and it talks about um, allowing your soul time to transition mm-hmm. and It has been so beautiful. It's this gracious transition instead of just hopping from one thing to the next, pausing and just saying, Okay, Lord, I give you everyone and everything. Mm. And I just release it to you. And so like on my before I walk in the house from work, the times that I pause and I'm like, okay, Lord, I give my boys to you. Mm. I give this school to you. It is yours. And restore my union with you you know I choose to rest in you I choose to abide in you when I walk into the home with that man homeschool goes so much better I'm more patient I'm more kind (laughs) (laughs) wow fathom that I'm gracious all the fruits of the spirit I feel like Christ in me Mm -hmm. just oozes out to my kids and they get ah, he's so much better Mm. Um, and so yeah just recognizing that we have always – because, like, this was a typical day pre-corona. Ready? Work out. No, no, excuse me. Wake up. Mm. Um, prep lunches for school. Um, get my stuff ready to go work out. Work out. Work. Uh, pick up boys from school. Come home, like, for 30 minutes. Take boys to soccer, whatever else. Cook. Pass out at home. Mm. What? I can't believe I kept that pace as long as I did. No wonder I was melting down. Yeah, years. Yes. Years I've been doing this. Yeah. And that was normal. That how was normal. That, how did that that's, get,
1: how is that normal? You know, like how can we even terrible. do that
2: now? It's terrible. No wonder <laughs> we cry. No wonder everybody's. <laughs> well, I'm crying <laughs> now, too. So that. <laughs> <laughs> for, different so, for, different for different reasons. For different reasons. yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, so just seeing the need for that transition time. Mm. Um, for our souls and and having margin, you know, so that we can fill our souls with more of him, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so it's been good.
0: I think not having to be somewhere, right, on some Mm -hmm. days. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know, just the idea of, well, we don't have to be anywhere because we we can't be anywhere right now. (laughs) So this is weird (laughs) to say. But what that did for us was deep breath, Let's spend time together today, mm-hmm. learn how to ride bikes, spend mm-hmm. time outside. I mean, all the things that prior to just the frantic nature of today's pace, yeah. with everything yeah. yelling at you on your phone and all the alerts and I mean everything that goes with it. Just the the ability in a in a God given season, while we wouldn't choose this context mm-hmm. and we wouldn't choose the the means by which it came about, we find ourselves waking up most days going, Okay, Lord, like this is the day I've been given. And it's not what I would have chosen. And the fact that it came because of a, a pandemic isn't what I would have chosen. But you're still doing something good in my own soul mm-hmm. and in the hearts yeah. of my children and in the hearts of yeah. my, of everyone in my family. And then really, truthfully, in the heart of everyone in this church and this community, mm-hmm. if, if we would have ears to, s- to listen and eyes yes. to see yes. what he's doing. So in light of the idea of gracious transitions and soul care at that level, Let's talk about just in this season, clinging to the life that is Jesus mm-hmm. in Scripture. What's something that um, the Lord's teaching you? What's maybe a certain passages you guys have been living in that might bring encouragement to anybody listening today?
1: Um, I think for me um, right now, Philippians three ten through twelve, because I I feel like that's my heart right now is that I would not try to escape necessarily what I'm going through, you know, escape the chaos, escape the exhaustion, mm. escape everybody, all the little girls screaming at each other, even though I want to. But I want to know Christ. Mm. In in Philippians 3, 10 through 12 says, I want to know Christ, to know the power of his resurrection. And I just find that deep in my soul that I just want to know his resurrection power in my home right now. Mm. Um, my tendency would be to want Matt to come home, Would be to um, let me go to Target or let me just get out. But I don't always have those options. Mm -hmm. And so I can't hang on those to be my saving grace. My saving grace is Jesus. So, Jesus, what does it look like? I want it to be a self, like a discovery thing of, okay, I want to see how you're going to resurrect my soul right now when I'm feeling the tension rise and when I'm feeling like I'm about to lose my mind. Um, and then it goes on to say, in participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. And motherhood, especially in this season of pandemic, is a coming to the end of yourself. Mm. I mean, in every way possible, because all of our things that we cling to are gone. And so you are having to face, what What am I going to do? Like, I'm, I am about to lose it, and I can't. I need to go find Jesus. I need to go um, cry it out in my room I need to go run to my closet sometimes I was thinking about it sometimes I want to be like Paul here in Philippians and the other times I feel like I'm kind of like David and I'm just running to the cave <laughs> just get me to a cave and I'm crying out to you Lord and I'm in the Psalms but uh, the rest of Philippians says becoming like him in his death and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead and I just want to find that in my home not that I've already obtained it by any means of the word but that's my desire um and that's my goal, and I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me, because I'm just—I just want to find Him in it, and I want to know Him. And I think the other key to that is realizing—and I don't want to forget this—with our children, um, in those times that I feel like I'm wanting to run to the cave. Um, My children need to see in pandemic times that I'm running to the Lord, Mm -hmm. that I'm walking with the Father in the moments of the day, in the moments of the chaos, because we don't know what other pandemics they're going to come to in their lifetime when we're not here anymore. And they are going to remember what this pandemic was like and what to do in times of crisis. And they they need to know more than anything that their parents have are walking with the Father day by day. And that doesn't mean that I'm having Bible studies with them or devotions with them because sometimes I don't have margin for that. Right. But that what that means is they see me crying and mm. they see me reaching for my journal or going to the room to take him. Or it, it means that they see me apologizing to them. Yeah. And so I just want to find him in that, in our home.
0: Mm, it's good. That's so good. Leanne, what about you?
2: Um So there's this quote from Charles Spurgeon. Yes. I have learned to kiss the wave that throws me against the rock of ages. Mm. And I just, this is becoming, this is becoming a reality for me in this time because he is our only constant one um, because every day is changing. Everything is changing. And, he is our rock. He yeah. is our firm foundation. And before all of this started, I um, started reading the Bible in chronological order. Never done that before. 39 years of living. It's happening now. Nice. And I love the Lord and his timing and his drawing us mm-hmm. and his wooing us through his word. And so I've been reading through the Old Testament and it's becoming, I, I, man, mm-hmm. oh, it's so good and it's so rich I'm in numbers now and up to this point, you know, the Israelites are going back and forth and they forget. And then they're like, oh, Lord, we're so sorry. (laughs) And then, you know, oh, look, a golden calf popped up. Lie, false, Um, you know, and, and 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 oh, Lord, we're so sorry. And 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 God's very presence is with them like he takes them out of Egypt. You see this this pillar of cloud is always with them. By day and a fire by night, it's very obvious he is with them, and they still forget. Mm. And um, one thing I noticed in Exodus when he's talking to the people about Passover, he's like, "I want you to remember that the uh, the Lord your uh, your God Almighty, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, um, He did so so that I could I did that so I could dwell with you." Mm. It wasn't for all these other reasons. It was for the sheer purposes he wanted to be with his people. Mm-hmm. And that melts my heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Lord, you did all of that just so that you could be with us. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. you went through that, and, um, and then you go through time, and then you send your son Jesus so that you could be with us, all of it so he could be with us. And as we're with him in his presence, our lives are changed. And I've found that he is my daily manna. Like, he is my daily provision. Like, he provided for the Israelites in the wilderness. He is my daily manna. I have to have him. I have to. Mm-hmm. Mm. If yeah. you don't have him, get him, because he's yeah. amazing, mm. and we need him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he is our
2: daily bread, and I, um, and it has, it has just changed my life and is transforming my life. Because when we're with him in his presence, that's where the freedom happens. Mm-hmm. That's where strongholds are broken. Mm. That's where victory is won. It's not let's seek let's seek the freedom and let's seek the victory. No, it's let's seek Him, mm. and then everything else will be added. Mm. You know, everything else will be taken mm-hmm. care of. And so, it's just been a beautiful um, time with Him in this season. And He has. It, I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful.
0: You both love spending time with one another but with other ladies whether that be a cup of coffee that'd be on your back porch it'd be at women's community here on a Sunday morning if you had a cup of coffee with a mom that was just at the end of themselves today what would you say in that conversation or what would you say to the mom who's asking the question is all of this work that nobody sees is all of it worth it
1: Mm -hmm. um I think I would just, first I just would probably just want to cry with her mm-hmm. because you just know that feeling so much in the depths of your heart. You just know what that feels like. And I think just to, to really come to the, just to think through and think about it and say, my kids are worth it. You know, all the work, like they are worth it. And to realize that you are worth it. And I think that's a big one for moms. We, we, can, we can come around, you know, the fact that our kids are worth it, but that you are worth it right now, you know, and the mundane of it all and the craziness of it all. You are worth it because he is worth it, and he has declared the worth in our lives. And I think that the, our kids' stories, our stories, they're being redeemed right now. Mm-hmm. In all of this, the Lord is doing redeeming work, even though we can't see it every day, all day. He is doing redeeming work, and that all of our stories are being weaved together um, for a greater story that's de- going to declare the glory of God through the generations and not and in- beyond us, and then not even just to the generations, but to the nations. And so mm-hmm. it, it helps me so much when I can see a greater picture that, as a mom doing the dishwasher two or three times a day and laundry around the clock and diapers and, and all of the above, that if I can see that I'm part of something bigger that God has ordained, then it gives me what I need to go in and out every single day, I feel like. Mm. And so I, that's what I would just encourage her with, the bigger mm. picture.
2: Yeah. Um, I would say that God sees you. Yes. Mm. He's, he's El Roy, the God who sees. Mm-hmm um and he has not forgotten you. Yeah. Um the little daily deposits that you make mm-hmm. in your kids that no one else sees is making an eternal impact on their yeah. hearts and in his kingdom. And just you being there says more than words. Your presence yep. says more than any ability that you may or may not have. Um I would say, trust God to fill in the gaps where there may be with your kids' education. <laughs> you know, yes. R- release that, surrender that to the Father. Your kids yeah, are going to be fine. They are. They're going to be just fine. God is with you, He's for you. Just the environment that you create in your home blesses your family. The daily deposits that you're making into the kingdom through loving on them, you're cooking for them, schooling them, playing with them. It's in these dailies where, where growth happens and yeah. change happens. And, yeah, there'll be, you know, some momentous big things that happen. But, honestly, it's in the day in, yes. day out mm-hmm. where his grace is sufficient and Jesus' love is able to shine all the more. And so um, I would just say hang in there. <laughs> he is with you, and he has not forgotten you.
0: I yeah. love Elroy. God sees you,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you're worth it, yeah. your kids are worth it, mm-hmm. God's grace is sufficient, mm-hmm. there are gaps, um, and he's more than enough, yeah. mm-hmm. he's more than capable of carrying you through it. You guys have anything just kind of to land on, to end with, anything else?
1: Um, I'm, I'm just so thankful for this time because it's just ministered to my heart mm-hmm. so much, just even in speaking these things, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. and just knowing that it, just makes my heart glad to think about the ladies that are out there that could be
2: encouraged through this. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't mm-hmm. agree more. Yeah. All right. Thank you thanks, guys. Lee. Yeah. Thanks.
0: Hey, thanks so much for listening. I hope and pray that our conversation was a gift to you, an encouragement to you wherever it is that you find yourself. If you'd like more information about our church, you can go to graceauburn.church. You can click on online gatherings, worship at home, resources, or even find online community groups. During these days of isolation and separation, we want to do everything possible to be connected to the life of the church and to one another. We would really, really love to connect you with one of our online communities. I hope that as you think about these days, knowing that we don't know exactly when we'll be able to see one another again, but when we do, it will be a glorious day. And in the meantime, believe this, that God sees you. He knows you. He's enough for you. He is ruling, risen, and reigning over your life. So be of hope and believe in all things that Jesus truly is better.